This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up, because this is a Bucking Spurs podcast. That's right. I am Roberto Trejo, your host of this show. And today, we're going to talk about FIBA basketball. We're going to talk about Derek White. We're going to talk about the close game that we had versus Turkey, and how I think everybody should pump the brakes and chill out and take a chill pill just for a second on that game. We came out, whooped Japan's ass. Rory Hachimichu uh, didn't look all that great in that game, but hey, he's the only only really good player. Then I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the Spurs that are in the in the FIBA games: Patty Mills, Marco Bellinelli, Chimezi Mitu, and of course Derek White. And then I'm going to give you my fantasy 2020 Olympic team. But first, there's a beat, and it goes like this. Let's talk about Turkey. Thanksgiving's around the corner and ah, <laughs> white meat or dark meat, baby. Um, no, 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 no. This game against Turkey, uh, the Turks, they came out and, and gave us um, all we could handle and they pushed us to the brink. They tested our will. They tested our our clutchness, you know, our savvy basketball in USA is a fantastic sport but you know what across the world it's catching up the turks were there to play i mean you look around this you look around this tournament and you got teams like serbia who's balling out italy's really good australia of course is doing their things Uh, spain is a monster right all these guys all these teams that have been playing together for so long their it shows their continuity shows on the floor and and turkey was a prime example of that look this is not our a team we all know that we don't gotta dog this team that's out there representing our country in china stop dogging on them stop hating on them america we just gotta chill out this is america we gonna be all right we gotta back these boys up this is more of our c team i don't even want to say b team because i think our b team would still have you know more than just two all-stars on the team and later on in the episode at the end of the episode i'm going to give my fantasy 2020 olympic team and who i think should go to uh go to the olympics but this game against turkey was a tight one look uh they 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 played so well turkey the turkey player the turks (laughs) i don't know what to call them turkey played so well 
against us. They're moving the ball. They're aggressive to, towards the hoop. They know this FIBA game very well. They're good at it. Iran Ilyasova came out and, and showed that he's a hell of a basketball player. Uh, Chelly Osman came out and said, hey, man, I'm here. I'm here. Cleveland, what's up? Y'all going to do anything with me or not? Man, he needs to get the hell out of Cleveland because that boy can play. He missed a couple clutch free throws. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, guys, that's a big stage. Have you have you seen those games? Have you heard that crowd? Those chants and those screams and those boos and those, those ah, I mean, someone drops a dime, you know, going down the lane and you go, crowd goes crazy it's like man china loves basketball that's why that's why i can see why a lot of these guys that that can't make it in the nba they go to china and they play over there and they drop like you know 50 points a game or whatever but china loves their basketball so i i get it i'm I'm seeing it there i mean the atmosphere is a little bit different it's a little bit more hostile i mean even like the um, the buzzer and like every time you make a free throw you get like that little super mario bling you know that little that little sound effect every time a free throw goes down it's just an awesome game and listen this game is not easy a lot of us think that oh FIBA USA should go out there and whoop everyone's ass well well yeah i mean if we had you know our olympic team out there we'd be you know dominating everybody that's that's not a question but we put this team together in the past month or so we have Kemba Walker and Chris Middleton, who are our only two all-stars. We had a Jason Tatum who went down in, at the very end. I mean, shout out to Jason Tatum. If he didn't get fouled on that on that three-point attempt at the end of regulation, we would have lost that game. So that's a really savvy play by Jason Tatum, and, and um, he bailed us out there. Then we went to overtime hell of an overtime that was just an awesome game man you got to go watch and you got to go back and watch that game if you have espn plus you check out the highlight the highlights don't do it justice all right um i think that Derek white is is playing about 12 minutes a game averaging about five points three assists um a turnover or two but that's fine Derek white's defending his ass off and i think that Derek white is learning a lot from this experience he's gonna take it into next year this is a tough tough tournament it's not like the nba where the defense can't touch you defense touches you you're going to the line if the defense touches you you're going to shoot some free throws you're you're going to get the call right um there's no hand checking the guards the defensive guard pressure is 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 weak there is no guard pressure that's why it's like a one-on-one league it's a showcase league look i'm not trying to dog nba but the nba is a league that is set up to showcase the talented skills of the individual right that's why there's no there's no help defense in the nba if you look at the fiba basketball there's help defense it's hard to get into the paint it's hard to get into the paint because you're going into two or three players that's why you have to run your sets you have to execute it's much more like high school and and college basketball but at at the optimum level at the highest level the you know that you can actually play at and because of that defensive you know uh strategy and adjustment we can't just take people off the dribble and whatever and get into the paint and you don't see a lot of dunks you know in in FIBA unless it's like off a backdoor cut you know or off a, off a backdoor screen or something like that going to the rim that's when you see the some highlights but like if you watch australia they're running all these actions right i mean i think i talked about them before i love the way australia plays serbia um spain and look if um, those three teams that i mentioned are all teams that have been playing together for a long time so they 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 know each other 
they know each other. That was a tough game, but chill out. We won it. That's the most important thing is we took home that W. I'm not worried. We came out against Japan. We whooped Japan's ass. But, you know, Japan has one NBA player. That's Roy Hachimichu. And he had four points in 24 minutes. You know, a lot of Spurs nation was high up on this guy come draft draft time this past draft. And he's a good player. I don't want to I don't want to dog him too much because when you're the only good player on a team, it's very easy to defend, you know, like that's that. OK, let's target this guy every time he touches the ball. Let's double. Let's get out of his hands. Let's make everything hard for him. But he did have a highlight of him uh, driving down the lane and jamming it on on miles turner it was gross it was sick um but nonetheless we won by like 60 points that we're up we're up by 60 points at one time it was just it was just a blowout so now we have greece and now we're taking on Giannis Antetokounmpo in the next game and that's another team that's just like okay you would think you have the mvp of the league you have Giannis. We should be killing it, but they lost to Brazil the other day against Andrew Barboza and um, Anderson Verjao and a couple of these guys because this is not the NBA, okay? This game is not set up for one person to just dominate. You need camaraderie. You need team defense. You need communication. You need, you know how in the NBA, the most important skill set is shooting. That's where the league is translating now. We want guys who can shoot it from fucking half court right and we want to protect our shooters the rules are set up that way we want to protect our wing players because they are the face of the franchise they are the face of the nba steph curry kevin durant all these guys we need to protect the brand we need to protect the association all right so it's a business fiba is not a business fiba is all about representing your country and finding that pride deep down inside of you to go out there and compete and compete into battle and to battle and that's why i love this fiba game this is some of the best basketball that i've seen in a long time um just because of the competition level i love it and these players that are playing right now are going to be able to go back into their respective nba teams with a new swagger like hey man i played on this stage i played on the olympic stage that's a tough game this nba stuff that's 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 cupcake stuff that's easy money i can drive to the hole and get and get the call right like so it's just you look at players that have had really big leaps you know after playing in the fiba games like kevin durant and derrick rose russell westbrook you know harrison barnes had a great year the last olympics uh you know so these this tournament's going to help out Derek White. It's going to help him out a lot. Uh, so we got Giannis coming up soon, and I, I'm not too worried because Giannis is great, but Greece is, I would say, just mediocre. You know, they have some good players, but as a, as a squad, they're just mediocre. And so I, I would say we're a little bit above mediocre. I don't think right now we're playing better than Spain is playing, playing better than uh, Serbia is playing. Actually, Spain just played italy against our boy marco bellinelli i was watching a little bit of that game right now so spain spain versus italy let's see what the score was fiba world cup Ooh, spain won by seven 67 to 60 right now that was that was a good game i had to step away from it for a little while um but 
Marco Bellinelli had seven points, four assists, four rebounds, played 31 minutes. Spain um, took home the W. Uh, Ricky Rubio had 15. Uh, Hernan Gomez had 16. Right, so those are their some of their NBA players. But this is a tough game, and I love the competition level. I know I've said that a few times, but I'm not worried. That game against Turkey didn't worry me. Yes, we're the USA. We're supposed to be the best team in the world. But you know what? The world plays a different game. <laughs> you know, if if all of these NBA, let's think about it like this. If all of these teams that are in this tournament came to the NBA and played just played the Kings or played New Orleans or played, I don't know, who's kind of like a bottom bottom feeder team, um, you know, Atlanta. Atlanta's a good one. Atlanta's got a good, a good core of young players. If you took Spain or serbia and told them come to the nba and play this game dude atlanta would whoop their ass sacramento would whoop their ass that's just the different styles matter right the different styles matter and uh we're seeing some of those struggles from usa transfer over to to this fiba game that's okay we look a little adversity is never a bad thing it's never it's never a bad thing to get tested and to come out on top because we did come out on top now should have we should we have lost that game that's that's there's a couple you know of cases at the end of regulation and overtime where you could have been like yeah man we wish man we're lucky we luck we're lucky we got that w but you know what we got that w all right and that's all that matters um so we'll take this experience. We took it into Japan, and obviously Japan was one of those games that we just weren't we're used to seeing. Uh, but we're gonna miss we're gonna miss Jason Tatum, and this this next game in front of us is gonna be tough. It's not gonna be easy. I'm not saying that we're gonna walk away with a 20 point win. We're probably gonna end. It's probably gonna be a close game. Giannis is gonna do his thing. But I think we're gonna be okay. We got a couple players that we can we can try to defend him, and that's the thing. Like in in the NBA, Giannis can take you off the dribble, and he's flying to the rim. He's unstoppable. But in the FIBA game, he's gonna take you off the dribble and run into two or three players. Right? That's the difference. It's tough. I think Derek White is doing a good job guarding. So is Marcus Smart. Donovan Mitchell is doing a fantastic job on the defensive end. Even Kemba, Kemba stepped up his defensive effort. I can tell in this tournament. Um, because it's not like one-on-one in the nba you're left on an island right one-on-one defense one-on-one defense um you better be able to stay in front of your guy well in this one you don't have to you know i mean you got help you got plenty of help all right so that's my take on on those two games i think america needs to chill out on twitter was kind of there's a big over overreaction across you know all the media outlets when we almost dropped that game versus turkey and you know what there should be a reaction but this whole oh man we got our work we have our ct man we, we shouldn't lose against turkey turkey only has two nba players no 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 back up back up back up turkey is a really good team that's been playing together for a while that has two M- very good nba players but they also got a good group of other guys that know their roles and know this fiba game and they're ready they're ready for us they weren't scared and i think that punch in the mouth was exactly what we needed now let's hope that we can go ahead and uh go up against greece get that dub move on to the next round all right we're gonna take a little break we'll be right back 
Are you a purple and orange bleeding, Maryland flag boasting, Baltimore sports fan looking for a podcast that delivers an hour of content every week? Then you need to subscribe to Charm City Birdwatch, presented by the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. You'll hear insight on the Ravens, Orioles, and Terps from Jake McDonald, Nolan McGraw, and myself, Ian Schultz. With takes coming from both fans and young names in the Baltimore sports media conglomerate, Charm City Birdwatch is the perfect place to catch up on Baltimore sports talk. Subscribe today. So we got Derek White, who I've talked about a lot, so I'm going to kind of save him towards the end. We have Patty Mills, Marco Bellinelli, and Chemezi Mitu, our Spurs that are balling out here in uh, this FIBA tournament. Chemezi Mitu, we'll start with him because he's the one that we're finally getting a little glimpse at and what he can do and how he's improved because the last time we saw Chemezi was in Austin, uh, if you want to look at some of his highlights, you can look on YouTube for the Austin Spurs. He had a couple 20-point games. I mean, he can play at that level. He dominated at that level. He had 18-point games, 22-point games, things like that. And here in this FIBA tournament, he's showcasing a skill set that I like. Now, I just did an episode of the Two Shots podcast with Joe Garcia and Paul Garcia from Spurs Cast. So check out the Two Shot podcast that's going to be coming out either today or tomorrow. And I kind of got into Chemezi a little bit. I said, you know what? I think Chemezi's kind of, I think the injury that kept him out of the summer league was huge. I think that let Drew Ebanks step into the door, you know, that maybe into his spot. I know Chemezi was doing well, but I don't see him taking minutes away from Trey Lyles I don't see him taking minutes away from Luca when Luca ever gets his call up I, I see Chemezi playing in Austin the majority of of this season uh, maybe he gets on the trading block maybe we can move him for a pick I just don't see him fitting into what we're trying to do long term well actually long term I would love to keep him but short term there's no minutes for him and I don't play Chemezi over Luca. Look, Luca has the upside. And sure, should we let Luca go? Oh man, if y'all want to check a Bucking Spurs pod out on Twitter, I just been getting into into it with everybody about Luca. Should he play in Austin or should he not? Answer to that question is yes. He should go to Austin. He will go to Austin. I know that. I am not stupid. I know how great how superb how a step above a cut above our development program is compared to everyone else's but still i don't want him in austin i want him in san antonio i want to see him in the spurs jersey okay sue me i think that we can develop him just as good in san antonio giving him limited giving him limited minutes Versus him and Austin. Anyways, we're talking about Chemezi. Now, let's just specifically talk about his his FIBA game, okay? So, how is he doing in this World Cup tournament? And to be honest, I think he kind of started off a little slow, but Chemezi's one of the best players on his team, right, for Nigeria. Uh, you, on that team, you have other players like Alfaruka Minu that are, that are balling out, okay? So... Right here, I'm going to pull up his stats. And Chemezi is like in the top three of every category that, that you want to look at. All right, so let's see. In top performers, um, you know, his efficiency, he's, he's the third most efficient player behind Josh Akogi, who's also an NBA player. Alfaro Camino is leading, and then Chemezi's there 
in the third spot. Okay, now he's averaging 12 points a game, right? That's that's pretty good. He's the third highest, third leading scorer. He dropped a sick dime today in the game that he played. Uh, he's averaging 1.5 assist. He is turning the ball over, I guess, a lot. I don't know how that happens. Five turnovers a game, total turnovers. Or is that rebounds? Five, that's got to be rebounds. Five. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's averaging five rebounds a game, 1.8 turnovers a game, a half a steal, and a 1.3 blocks a game. But he's shooting. The main thing about Chemezi, something that he's doing really well in this tournament, is that he's shooting. He's shooting extremely well. His field goal percentage is around 47.8%. You know, so he's finishing inside the paint. His two-point percentage is 43%. Shooting over 40% is is is, is where you want to be. And his three-point shot, he's only been taking about two a game, but he's hitting them, right? So he's uh, shooting 57% from the three-point line, which is fantastic. And and he's money from the free throw line as well. So it's show, he's showing that his jump shot is wet. And if you go and look at his play in Austin that's what you're going to see you're going to see a lot of his game similar you know runs a lot parallel with LaMarcus Aldridge I think that's probably who he is tailoring his game after he has that mid-range jumper that's that's pretty wet and guys I just don't see it man it's and I was high on Chemezi last year I just I just don't see him you know coming into the fold here in san antonio All right but let's go ahead and keep moving keep it moving let's go to marco bellinelli marco bellinelli's leading italy in assist at 3.3 a game he is also um averaging 12 points a game that's second on on this team right behind danilo gallinari all right so he's been playing 26 minutes a game i think that's that's quite that's quite a bit veteran guards on our Spurs team are playing a crap ton of minutes in this tournament and I don't know how that's gonna how that's going to transfer over until into the season I mean let's check out Patty all right so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go to the Australia's page and if Marco Bellinelli is playing 26 minutes a game and Patty Mills is playing 33 minutes a game. Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. That's a lot of minutes for these two old guys, man. Okay, so I think that's something that they're going to talk about, right? Come Spurs season, um, training camp's going to start. They're, they're going to get into it. They're going to get into it. But in the beginning of the season, guys, I think we can expect Patty and Marco to take a big hit in their minutes because they're going to need time to recover from this. I mean, this this is not an easy tournament. Other than that, Patty Mills is, is scoring 20 points a game, so he's dropping buckets. You know, he's he's shooting just okay from the three-point line, 31%. That's 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 not great. You know, he needs to be a little bit higher in there, like 37, 38, maybe hitting 40. Um, and but he's shooting 59% from from mid-range, so he's killing it from the mid-range. So I mean, that seems like Australia's game plan they have him coming off all these screens curling screens taking a lot of mid-range jumpers little little bank shots off the glass and stuff like that patty mills is attacking the rim he's he's not settling for three balls in this tournament and and that's tough that's that's another thing that's hard on the body so chemezi he's chemezi's playing all right marco's doing good patty mills is holding it down doing his olympic thing like he does and then um derek white's you know he's coming along and he's playing his role and he's getting better so all in all guys a plus is all around man i mean i you know nigeria i'm not talking about their individual team but when i look at their play they're they're getting better they're getting better all right so we're going to take another quick break and we'll come back with my 
fantasy 2020 Olympic team, right? So if this is our C team, who is on my A team? All right, well, let's get into that. Hi, I'm Brad. And this is Rob. And I'm Dustin. Uh, you guys, I messed up. We got... We, uh, me- uh. I hate him so much, Rob. Kill yourself already. Jeez. Oh, we can't use this one. Because you dropped the F-bomb and you told him to kill himself. Oh, did I say something wrong? Only on Big Heads Media. Yes! Nailed it! God, I hate you guys. So after watching this tournament, I think something that stands out is that shooting is not as important as perimeter defense. I feel like uh, if we can, if being USA, if we can create turnovers and turn that defense into offense, that's going to be one of our main weapons, right? So I'm keeping that in mind in, into this selection, right? So my starting five for the 2020 Olympic team at the point, this is this is where this is where I'm having a lot of trouble here, but I'm going to go with Damian Lillard. I want Westbrook, and only one of those two guys is going to make this team. Lillard or Westbrook, not both, not both. All right. So because of the defense, I should go with Westbrook. But I think that in this game, Damian Lillard would be able to step up and lock some people up at the two guard. We have James Harden. That's no, that's no. I mean, you have those two guys on this Olympic team and we're, and we're, we're killing everybody. Right. So that's, that's to, that's to show how, how far the gap is between our A team and our, and the team that we have right now. I'm going to have Kawhi at the three, another defensive stopper, LeBron at the four, Olympic veteran, and Anthony Davis at the five. That is my starting lineup in 2020 when we go in, into that battle. And coming off the bench, I have Steph Curry. Yes, Steph. I want Steph playing behind off the bench. I want that scoring off the bench, and he just comes in and lights it up. Okay, and then we have Clay Thompson. I want that duo on the floor at as much as possible. Bradley Beal will come in and give us some perimeter defense and shooting as well. And then we got Paul George to lock people up, and then the next big that I can think of that I think can play well in this tournament that has the passing ability because I don't know if y'all y'all can tell, but big men who pass well are like all-stars in this thing you know i mean that this is this is built for for that old school big man who has the skill set to shoot pass and um and finish at the rim and block shots right so the only other guy i can think of besides ad that i want to take on that team is cat carl anthony towns all right then the last two remaining spots on the roster one of them's got to go to draymond green we got to get that guy. We got to have someone with the motor, right? The motor and the guy who's just not not going to care about the ball and just going to go in there, rebound, move the ball and and get in the other team's head, right? And really make them feel like, "Damn, we we're, we're not going to win this game." And Draymond will do that, especially with that red, white and blue on his chest. Um now, the last spot. This is the tough one. This is where I think, you know, this is where I it could be Westbrook, but I don't think I don't think so. I think we got to give it to the guy who's leading us right now. We got to show a little bit of loyalty and we got to keep Kemba on the squad. So next year coming into, I'm sorry. Yeah. Next year into the Olympics. I say we keep Kemba, man. Kemba's showing that he can play in this game and he can dominate in this game and we're going to need him. And I would like to see him go and represent this squad, the squad that, that got us to this point. 
we take the captain out of the captain out of that squad and we go ahead and put him on the on the real thing right and we see him go that's my those are my teams just to recap lillard harden Kawhi, lebron ad starting for usa second group steph curry clay thompson bradley beal paul george and carl anthony towns and then our last two running spots if, if it's a 12-man roster Kemba Walker and Draymond Green. Let me know what y'all think about that. All right, guys, thank you. This is it for a Bucking Spurs podcast. We'll come out with another podcast soon. Uh, USA plays Greece tomorrow, so we'll be talking about that. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You can find us there. And now, a Bucking Spurs podcast is a part of Big Heads podcast networks you can go to bigheadsmedia.com and see all of their podcasts that they have going on there which which are really awesome not just about sports or about basketball so if you have other interests go dive into that website and just go like pull something out and i'm telling you right now that you're gonna love it and that website's growing the network's growing a lot of great things coming in the future so thank you guys for tuning in follow me on instagram and twitter i'm gonna i'm i'm about to open up our website next month so big shout out here www.buckingspurs.com all right this is my announcement right now appreciate you guys that will be that will be launching next week when i get it ready all right so thank you guys and as always go spurs go